welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown. Oh, there was a song. It's kind of in the title of this podcast. The old uh, Don McLean, Don McLean, however you want to say his name, song. You know, bye bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, and the levee was dry, and all that good stuff. And it has a, a part in that song that said, you know, the day the music died. So the music died. And then uh, the song, I believe, was about Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper and Richie Valens' plane crash. You know, that's what people refer to as the day the music died. Well, I don't know the specific date, but I say 2021 for sure. I was thought it was 2020, but 2021 is shaping up to be at least the year that music died. Well, music died, I should say, is a is a maybe a little much. It's maybe the music was murdered because of all things sacred in life. There's few things I adhere to and love more than most things. I mean, I love, my family's number one, of course. My friends, of course. Having a good time, but number three, right below family and friends, and in between that, having just good times, drinking, whatever, as priorities in my life, would be the music. It supersedes, I mean, it, to me, and personally, it's more important for my mental health than my job, of course. Uh, it's more healthy. It was always more helpful. I mean, podcasting and personal journaling here is, is fucking fantastic for me, but music was a definite outlet. It was creativity. It got things out of my head. I got angst out. I got any kind of subject I wanted to talk about. I could fucking talk to it with a soundtrack of music behind me. I was blessed with that for 30 plus years. That people didn't care what I sang about. That was in bands with me. They just cared that I write decent songs. I wrote really good fucking songs. I still can, but I haven't had the chance lately. But they all knew that I had every subject in the fucking spectrum. I was going to cover it all. I gave zero fucks. was kind of the premise behind this name of my podcast in general. Zero fucks. I was going to say what I had to say. I'm not going to... I, want, I don't want to stew on it. I don't want to become that person that focuses on everything negative because I'm afraid to say it or don't want to offend anybody. And it's like, come down to fuck that. Got to watch out for number one. My number one is me. Even Steven with my family. I mean, I, I would I would die for any a family member I have. That's where I'm at. But right, but right underneath that, my friends are sound. I mean, I'd take a bullet for just about every. You know, all my close friends. Yeah, I'd take a bullet for you. I would cease to live to to. Stop somebody from injuring or killing a friend of mine, a 
close friend of mine, and they know who they are. And I'm saying probably 90%. There might be one or here, two, two here that might not feel the same, but for the most part, they would do the same for me. That's why you got family, friends, and I have music. A lot of people have religion. A lot of people have whatever hobbies they're into. Drag racing or car racing or you know, fishing, hunting. They all have something. I had music. I have music. Even though I'm not in band currently, I still have music to soothe me when I need to. The heavier music, the better. You know, the breakdowns, the, the dark grooves. The, the heavier the music, the more release I feel. As far as I can get into it, gets my head bobbing and angst and just, oh, that song helps me release it through my endorphins or whatever you call those. And personally for me, there's no better experience as a fan. Maybe not so much, because as, as even as a musician slash yeller vocalist that I am, all the studio work and the creating of the songs and all that stuff, I always thought that was the most fun. That was the most important part of it, was doing the music, creating it. And other people would say, oh, it's the live shows, it's the live shows. I know, I'm more into the recording. And the rec no. After, <laughs> after I have not been on a stage for a year, or a little over a year now, it's definitely the live shows that just send you to the moon and it's like anytime i go watch other bands cover bands original bands country bands rock bands it doesn't matter i look up on that stage and i see the enjoyment and just the passion and the you know just the love they have for music I can see myself up there. I think you should be on that stage. That's where you thrive, man. That's your serenity. Is that hour or whatever. It might be four hours if you're a cover band. It might be a 30 minutes for a lot of original bands. You get a small set. I am a freaking god in that time. You know, I'm out there just as big as I am and everything else. I'm jamming, man. I am letting it all out there. I leave every ounce of fucking energy I have. Like, turn the page, you know. Every ounce of energy. I give that shit away when I'm on the stage. I'm not built for it. I'm not in shape for it anymore. I didn't care. There was times I come off the stage, I thought I was going to freaking die. All the way back from when I had my hip before it got replaced, I was on bone, bone on bone, not even know, and I was still... I would not contain myself. I pulled a muscle in my back, embarrassingly enough, on the shitter. Yeah, <laughs> just twisted wrong. Right before a big show we had. God, fuck it. I drank enough beer and took some of my leave just to get me through that show. But I gave a show. And we all did. I mean, we all played fucking out of our ass good that night. And I left it there, man. I left that back didn't bother. It, it still bothered me. I was still twitching. It was spasm. I didn't care. I seen that crowd reaction and heard them after every song. 
And when we kicked in certain parts of songs, I was in fucking heaven, dude. Heaven. I miss that so much, you know. I do miss it. Not as much, you know, as, as I'm getting older, it's it's calming down some, but the live experience of a show. And and then being a fan, it's the same way for me. I went and seen some of my favorite bands, waited for that song, you know. Here it comes, here it comes this part, here it comes this part in this song, and it hits and it's just like, oh my god, you're you you get the chills, you get goosebumps. Your face lights up red because you're just so over. Oh my God, it's like an orgasm. It really is. You you're waiting for it and they hit it right on the money, and you just start swinging them arms like I do, and having you know I'm getting emotional about it because it's what what I'm going to talk about is so fucking pissing me off. That stuff is what I live for, and people. It's getting tough, man. People can tell you that have been to shows with me. Like back in the day, a buddy of mine, Scott, he can tell you when we met Kingdom of Sorrow and seen them live, when they put on that and come out there and hit that first note, oh my, it was a lot, you know, I couldn't believe it. I was getting to see these guys live. It was incredible. My wife goes with me to see Ginger, who's one of my all-time favorite bands. We're in a dive bar in Columbus. They come out and she starts filming me. <laughs> filming me because of the smile on my face. Just because I felt every ounce of what they were giving us. They were up there playing their ass off for a dive bar. You know, 500 people. Which is a lot for most uh, local, but this is a national band, you know. My favorite band at the time. Probably still is. And I just, I couldn't control my emotions. It was so fucking incredible that I got to see them live. And then, you know, meeting them after the show was like un unreal to me. I couldn't believe the situation I was in. That music who had touched me so much in my life, these people were my heroes. They were the best band in the, on the fucking planet at that time, for sure. From In my mind. Not everybody agrees with my musical taste. So be it. Meeting Kurt Winstein uh, from Crowbar and Down and Kingdom of Sorrow. I couldn't even talk. I couldn't even talk. I was so fucking shell-shocked. Star-struck fanboyed. Because of what his music means to me. The grooves he can get on the guitar. It's just... It, it gives me tingles, man. And it's... Something... That I adore. In this life. Music. And how it makes you feel. So now... We... Fast forward to 2021. It started last year. Last year... Okay. I'm going to give it somewhat of a pass from say March March to June or July I understand people don't want to play shows I get it you don't want to be in big crowds we're told to social distance we're told to have that this virus is killing people left and right we are afraid and I was afraid till you know April mid-April late, late April I was I didn't know 
I had no idea what the hell was going on. Never had the, I never heard the word pandemic really before. I mean, I knew there, there had been some, but I never heard it. So 2020, I can give a pass. Because, yeah, it was the unknown. Well, 2021, it's known that this shit is an agenda. I don't give a fuck what you say. I'm not saying it's the flu. I'm saying it's a man-made for an agenda. And it's going to run its course. It's a virus. That's what viruses do, especially coronavirus. There's too many doctors that are anti-CDC, anti-Fauci. <coughs> Telling me the exact opposite of what they are. And their doctors dislike everybody else. They went to school. They've been in practice for 30-some years. I mean, the guy from the Mount Vernon, Indiana, Indiana hard to say. Mount Vernon School Board. If you ever get a chance to watch that video, hopefully it's not taken down already. If it is, hopefully people people keep putting it up. He goes into detail about why this is not correct. What we're doing is wrong. Now, it's just one doctor from Indiana. But that's just one doctor that I've heard out of many, many, many doctors. Just not the ones you see on mainstream TV because they're not going to give you the good ones. The fear-mongering from the highest level. And it's controlled everything. You know, to the point of lockdowns numerous times in different countries. So, I'm thinking 2021, you know, we're nine months in at the, at the end of 21, nine months in roughly. We get through the winter, so I'm thinking, okay, the corona is going to be better, is worse in the winter. They say the summer and spring and the summer, better chance because, you know, they don't like, the, it doesn't like the sun. It doesn't like vitamin D. People are going to be out. The mask mandates were lifted in June. You know, as everybody was out and they're all enjoying themselves with no mask. So I'm thinking the band, okay, music's coming back. And there has been. There's been shows, you know. Uh, I just haven't been able to make it to any. There wasn't any that I was like diehard wanting to see yet. Mine were coming in September. And in October and November. The, the shows I wanted to see. That I was really hopped up for, you know, uh, Operation Mindcrime and Ginger again with Suicide Silence. And even in my, I wasn't planning on going this, but even I'll throw the band out there because I got something to say to them. Like Maroon 5, going to play in Cincinnati. I've told everybody I know that I'm a closet. Um, I guess I was a closet because I told everybody. I'm a Maroon 5 fan. I always liked Adam Levine. I like most of the music they do. I mean, the last couple albums, eh, so-so. But the first album, you know, that song's about Jane. Awesome. I loved it. It was something a little different, a little funky, a little popish. Always liked Adam Levine on The Voice. You know, I thought he was a cool guy. You know, just had no... seen him do... Purple Rain covered that. It was fucking great. And he's not everybody's cup of tea, but he's definitely Maroon 5 was one of my bands I liked side on the side, you know. Not like the everyday listen thing, but definitely not ashamed to say I like him anymore. 
well, just say it. Say that in the past tense here in a few minutes because the cancel culture last year was outrageous. This year it's been pretty decent. Well, now here comes the cancel. Stevie Nicks canceled her tour for 2021. I, do I give a shit? Not really. I mean, about that particular person because she ended up being full libtard. Still love Fleetwood Mac music. Still listen to, I'll still listen to rumors on a given day. Um, just not a fan of her political agenda, but hey, that's her, right? Would I have gone to see her? Probably not. Anyway, that's just okay. But that doesn't make it right because there's a lot of people that would want to go see her. But she canceled for her personal reasons, I guess. Okay. You get you. Cancel? Gotta cancel. Um, now, the other day, here comes the bad part. I seen where two bigger festivals, and you know, there's a couple that we, we both considered going to, the one sold out so quick. The one here in Ohio called the Incarceration Festival. It's in Mansfield at the old prison, you know, the Shawshank Redemption Prison. Most of all, I got a lot of it's outside. I'm pretty sure I know some of the stages have to be outside. You can't have it in the prison. I think the prison has the tours and shit. And then you play outside. The bands play outside. So it's an outdoor venue. Um, they just had a Lollapalooza last weekend. 100,000 people in Chicago. No mask. Everybody's out at the music festival, you know. Good time. Fucking A. It's coming back. And I even liked the Limp Biscuit performance from Lollapalooza. I mean, I hadn't heard the Limp Biscuit in years. Thought they did fucking really good. Respectable, you know. So I'm thinking, all right, music's making a comeback. Here we go. You know, uh, Shinedown played the other night. Even though their drummer had COVID, he substituted the drummer for 6 a.m. I've seen it on their website. And I know people that went to that show at the Phrase down in Dayton. Probably a good show. The week before that, it was uh, Daltrey. A couple weeks ago, whatever, it was Daltrey and Plush played down at the, at the Phrase. No mask. Just good quality shows. Uh, House of Blues in Cleveland had Mammoth, you know, Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen up there. So everything's turning for the better for me. And I'm getting geared up for my shows, you know. I was like, oh, there's a few shows coming in the fall I really want to go see. And, you know, I got this announcement this week. I was like, oh, that's kind of bullshit, incarceration. If I'd have bought tickets for that, I'd be a little fucking pissed that you have to show a vaccine passport or a negative COVID test within 72 hours to get in these places. Well, fuck, are you paying for my COVID test? I'll, go, I'll spit in the fucking tube and mail it to FedEx to place. But whatever the cost is, you're going to fucking reimburse that off my ticket then. And, if, and then I know they would say, well, no, we ain't doing that. Well, then I guess I'm not coming to your fucking show. Well, then the same people running louder than life in Louisville. Two minutes after the incarceration festival announcement, here comes louder than life. Same deal. You have to be vaccinated or negative COVID test within 72 hours to attend the fucking festival. The fuck is what? What in the f 
total fuck is going on now? Reverting back and even getting worse? Where you're having the show, but you, only the only the people that submit to the vaccine or want to blow money every time they want to go to a concert to get a fucking COVID test are permitted to go now. Permitted. And that's what I'm saying. Permitted. In America. It's not an age. It's not. You could be 12, I guess, and go all age show. It's nothing like that. It's take this fucking piece of shit hokey pokey jab or go spend money on a test that's 30% accurate that might show you have COVID and then you got to go through all this horse shit of clearing that up before you can go back to your job per se or something and fuck that it's the more you test the more chances you got of showing up positive and it's a fucking false positive so then, after those two uh, things come out, they come out with yesterday with a fucking list. Including one of the shows I wanted to go to in September. Was that Promo West in Cincinnati. Same bullshit with them. Gotta have the fucking hokey pokey. Or you can't go watch these bands. So I can't go see a day to remember. I can't go see the ghost inside. Or a devil the devil wears Prada. Because I didn't subside to your fucking thoughts on this scam of a fucking vaccine bullshit hoax. So I miss out on all these shows because you're woke and I'm awake. Hmm. Fucking pissing me off now, dude. Newport Music Hall. Same thing. All these other bigger... I mean, the smaller venues, even. This the smaller dive bars doing that shit, too. I can almost understand them more than I could these big outdoor fucking... These are outdoor. Express Live in Columbus has outdoor seating. They have outdoor... have an outdoor back. Out back. They have indoor and outdoor. It's the combination thing. Still can't go. What the, f- you know. You took it once. I was okay. I understood it. Now you're taking it again. And more in depth taking music away. I can't fucking take much more of this shit. It's one of my serenity. If I don't have a live music show pretty fucking soon. That I really want to see. I mean, I'm not just going to go to a, a fucking concert to be going. Because they don't have the mask. Or the COVID passport bullshit to deal with. I'm not going to go see concerts. I don't really care about the bands. Just to go to a music show. I'm not that. I'm just not that way. It has to be a fucking show I want to see. Well now that's affecting every show I want to see. And the one that. I really wasn't planning on going to, but if I was, I would never now, was the aforementioned Maroon 5. Because down at Riverbend, where they're going to play, in the pavilion there, is in Cincinnati. Cincinnati has no 
as far as the pavilion at uh, Riverbend, none of the none of the woo flu bullshit yet. None of the woo flu bullshit. But here's the kicker. Fucking pussies in Maroon Five. Who are now off my on my playlist because I, I just for now, because I can't fucking bear the thought of it. They're saying that they're controlling it and saying they don't want people at their shows that ain't got vaccination or a negative code. They don't want people at their shows. It's no different than what fucking Green Day said. If you don't want to listen to if you're a Trump supporter, don't listen to our music. I oblige the motherfuckers. So Maroon 5, Cocksmoker Adam, if you want now that you've turned into the enemy, you're gonna tell me you don't want me at your show because I didn't take an experimental fucking shot to make your little entitled ass feel better when I'm fucking 600, 700, 800 yards away, probably minimum. I'll probably be on the fucking lawn for that. You don't want me to be able to go to your show because of that? You know what? Fuck you. It'll never happen. I don't give two fucks. And as much as I love your first album, it's now a Frisbee. It's going to be into a fucking stone wall. <coughs> You're helping them take our freedoms away in music. You've had the luxury of making a career out of fucking music because yucks like me Bought your CDs, went to your shows, watched your videos. You owe us everything. And for you to single us out because we don't fall in line with your goddamn Gestapo, Nazi-ass, fucking, plandemic, scandemic, fucking, hokey-pokey, hoax shot. It's ridiculous, dude. So disappointed. I can't, I can't even describe... How fucking pissed and disappointed I am at the same time. But everybody's falling in line with this shit. You got people that won't play shows because, you know, Stevie Nicks don't want to play shows because of, of, the, of the thing. Well, fine, that's fine. Fuck, go off and do your thing. At least you're doing it your way. You're saying, I'm not going to be a part of it. It's not because you're not getting vaccinated. Might be saying that too. I don't know. I didn't hear that. But she's just saying, I'm not going to risk it. I'm not going out there. I I, I got to respect that. That's your choice. Your personal choice. But Maroon 5, you're, you're segregating. You're saying only the good ones that play by the rules can come see our show. I fucking blow that out your ass. It's not even the venue. It's you. And then to top it off this morning, it's not really... Per se music, I'm fired up, fucking pissed now. This isn't per se music associated, but I do love me some German music. People that know me, Oktoberfest obsessed. German culture, German food, German beer, German fucking music. Accordions are my friend. Polka music is fucking awesome to me. Especially when I'm four or five fucking half gallons in. The Nashville Oktoberfest. Well, second biggest one in the world. Or in the country. I should say third biggest one in the world, I think. Cincinnati's is number one. I haven't heard any information about them yet. But Nashville's in October. 
this year. Canceled. Postponed to 22 because we just don't know with the pandemic the way it's going. Fuck off. We've been living normal. And you're believing that they're saying this is out of control variants and everything's spiking. Hospitals are full. It's bullshit. Everybody's so scared they get the sniffles, they run to the hospital. The test is accurate at 30%. The PCR guy said it is not good to use. I don't hear about people squawking about no ventilators. I don't hear people squawking about being in the ICU. They have a bad virus. Take some ivermectin. Let's keep taking our emergencies and our zinc. People like me, in this part of the country, we're fine. If we get sick, we get sick, we get over it. It's not Ebola. It's not the fucking bubonic plague. But they're going to cancel anyway, so have on it. I guess I'll never be going to the Nashville Oktoberfest. Two years in a row now. Yellow Spring Street Fair. Had it all set to go in October. Wife loves going there. Tie-dye fix. I like going down there and getting some tie-dye myself. Just walking around, checking the crafts. Yellow Springs is a liberal-ass town, but hey, I like the little setting of it. I go to the brewery, sit down, have a few pints outside, but it's been great. No, canceled because of the woo flu. Already. It's August. They're canceling shit in October already. Because they're cowards. Because they're obedient little wimps. They don't care about your living or dying. They just want to be righteous. They want to play by daddy government's rules. Well, I don't play by daddy government's rules then. Fuck it. I'm living my life, man. Could go at any time. A million things could kill me. Hiding away in my little shell is not going to fucking do anything but make it worse. They wanted this. This is what they wanted. They wanted people to be scared to go out of their house. So they can control more shit. Well, you got nothing to do because everybody and their brother canceling every fucking thing you can do. How long is it going to be before the baseball stadiums are empty again? How long is it going to be before the NFL cancels their season because they're fucking scared or they have no fans in the stands? How long is it going to be? It's going to be fucking coming soon. I got one hope left. One hope to save my fucking year. Please, the village of Minster, Ohio, please. Please do not fall for this shit. Take the chance and have Oktoberfest. I understand your hesitancy, but nobody... I'll sign a waiver. I don't care. I need Oktoberfest. Just to feel somewhat normal again for once. It would have been rock concerts, but I can't go now. Because the woke are fucking everything up. It's unreal to me that this is happening in the United States of America still. A year and a half later. And we're still nowhere even half of what Dr. Fuckery Fauci said we would be in death toll. We're still over 99% people. I mean, getting sick sucks, 
But we have the flu every year. We have pneumonia season every year. We have allergies every fucking year. And we've dealt with it. As adults. As, even as kids. Parents. We deal with it every year. It's a virus that's a little worse. But... We can't put our lives on hold. The cure cannot be more damaging than the fucking virus. So your, your damn combatants to the virus is to stay home, stay in your house, and stay the fuck shut in your mouth. Play by the rules. Just let us run amok. Well, you're taking music away now. I can listen to it in my house. I'm allowed to do that for now until it becomes a you know, problem that I can't stream music anymore because the radiation coming through the headphones I'm listening to could give me the woo flu. Is that what's next? The headphone variant. The, you know, the Spotify variant coming. It's going to creep in my headphones down in my ear hole and fucking kill me from the inside out. So officially, for right now, I consider August 13th, Friday the 13th, as the day the music died for me. Live show-wise, anyway, which I explained thoroughly is a big part of the experience. But now I'm pissed, so I better go. Maybe I'll listen to some really loud, heavy music <laughs> to try to get my shit calmed down. So until next time, always trust and believe in your own convictions. And please, for the love of God, stay safe out there. See you next time on another episode of The Zero Hours.